What about the mortuary attendant? If he breaks the law, you fire him. For instance, he, he does not come to work without permission. You will fire him. But you are asking him to work 24 hours. You don't pay him any overtime. He comes to work on public holidays. You don't pay him overtime. He comes to work on weekends, Saturdays, Sundays, and nights. You don't give him time to rest. What type of labor practice is this? Only in Ghana. When we travel, we lodge in hotels. But because we owe them so much that we cannot pay, when we go, they drive us. Staff have to sleep in canopies. Some have to lodge in some classrooms just to carry out the operations and maintenance. Enough is enough. Uh, we are not going for promises anymore. If government, and um, for that matter, fair wages and all those working on it for government, says that we have paid, this time it is not promised. Solidarity forever. Welcome to our culture. This is Nico Tainikwe. This is episode 5. Today we will try to come understand the state of work in Ghana. What be the conditions under which Ghanaian workers live and labor? We will start by wishing Ghanaian workers Ayuku for all the work they continue to do for Mother Ghana. As you know, May 1st we celebrated May Day globally and historically International Workers' Day marks the struggle for workers to enjoy dignified and just conditions of service. The day was first used by workers to fight for the eight-hour working day, and subsequently, May Day has come to mark not only the celebration of workers, but a moment to reinvigorate the struggle for better working conditions everywhere. The significance of May Day is rooted in a history of struggle for the dignity of labor. The significance of May Day is rooted in the history of struggle for improved conditions for workers across the world and so In Ghana, the first celebration of May Day was in 1960, three years after independence from British colonialism. More recently, the celebration entails processions, a march passed with the president as special guest of the celebration's parade. Sometimes, unions also use the statutory holiday to protest and demand for better working conditions. However, this year's celebration was cancelled due to, of course, COVID-19. It was replaced with a virtual one where the president met with trade union leaders and offered his usual monologue of platitudes. So let me, on behalf of government and the people of Ghana, wish all workers a happy May Day celebration. We recognize and appreciate the efforts and sacrifices you have made towards the construction of the happy and prosperous Ghana we seek. And on this day, I say a big aiko to each and every one of you. To be sure, trade unions have historically played an important role in the independence struggle. Initially, they relied on strikes and mass protests to make demands and later, under the Convention People's Party in 1958, through the Industrial Relations Act, they were allowed to collectively bargain. Here, I must note that the Progress Party, under the Buzia government, dissolved the Trade Union Congress and used the police to raid their offices to seize their files and documents. Charlie, sometimes this be because of the ideological differences between the Trade Union Congress and the Buzia government. But I won't make you consider the state of the Ghanaian worker. Let's start with health workers, 
who, in recent times, have rightly received praise for their hard work fighting in this global pandemic. As such, the state has rolled out a series of benefits for the healthcare workers, at least the frontliners. An insurance package with an insurance sum of 350,000 CDs for each health personnel, an allied professional at the front, forefront of the fight, has been put in place with a daily allowance of 150 CDs being paid to contact tracers. Government has also decided that all health workers will not pay taxes on their emoluments for the next three months, i.e. April, May and June. Furthermore, all frontline health workers will receive an additional allowance of 50% of their basic salary per month i.e. for March, April, May, and June. The March allowance will be paid alongside that of April. The Minister of Transport is also making available for free Ayalolo buses to convey health workers in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, and Kaswa to and from work along specific routes for the entire duration of the restrictions. Yet, the relationship between health workers and the state has been animated by regular threats of strike and periods of strike to demand better working conditions. Just this December 2019, the Health Services Workers Union threatened a nationwide strike over issues around salaries. The strike was eventually called off. But the Ghana Medical Association also suspended a strike action in November 2019 over the government's failure to review their terms of service. And then in 2018, hundreds of trained nurses from private accredited nursing training institutions protested, demanding that they be posted to health facilities. We were supposed to go to was a Jubilee house, but the police are preventing us from going. Now we are gathered here. We managed to swap, I don't know how to put it. We were going, and they are not stopping us that we should do. Now our leaders have rejected us. They said they won't go again because they are saying that we shouldn't come there. They will spray us with acid. acid. They are going to spray us. police are saying uh, we saw a representative from the Flagstaff House come there to receive your petition. Is that not satisfactory? They always promised us, they've always been promising us that clearance has come. Even the whole Minister of Health told us that clearance is in his office, which is never true. So we are, we are tired of the mouth promises. We want documents, documents that our clearance has been, has been released. That's what we want. But the current pandemic has brought into sharp relief concerns about safety. Healthcare workers have been vocal about the need for more personal protective equipment. For now, I think gloves and face masks are available. Okay. But like I said, it's about the numbers. Okay. And we are expecting that the numbers will we'll be increasing. Yeah. So we'll be needing more people mm. in the front line. Yeah. So there will be increased demand for these face masks and mm. all of that. So we can't say it's enough now. Yeah. The concerns over the lack of PPEs brings up the issue of occupational health and safety, a problem that cuts across many sectors of the economy and affects many workers. As of 2010, the Ghana Health Service said no detract the type of illnesses suffered by health professionals as a result of their work. Recall, health professionals or health workers are exposed to all manner of infections, particularly blood-related pathogens. For example, they could contract diseases through needle stick injuries. A study also revealed that nurses reported back pain from having to lift patients and hauling medical supplies. These are just a few of the health and safety issues related to health workers. Currently, 
folks have noted that occupational health and safety laws be scattered across different legislations and some important sectors not be covered safe. For example, the agricultural sector, where 60% of the country's workforce did. Also, the construction sector too no get occupational health and safety laws regulating the industry. In 2019, the government said they would pass the occupational health and safety bill, but they still no pass them. It's still pending. Where ready, the government self no ratified the International Labour Organization Convention, where you no know, establish an authority dedicated to occupational health and safety. But there be some regulation, mum. But it's still not they spell out who to specifically report accidents and occupational illnesses to, or even what be considered occupational illness. Plus, you know they even specify who be responsible for ensuring that industries in Ghana they implement corrective actions as recommended. Righty, I don't want to talk about the informal sector. As of 2014. 85% of Ghanaian workers were employed in the informal sector. This space is characterized by underemployment, bad working conditions, uncertain work relations, and low wages. Many people for this sector inside, they endure high income insecurity. Ghana has little social protections. As such, informal work be survival strategies. Informal workers are largely self-employed, which aligns with the neoliberal policy orientation of the current government which advocates for free markets and private sector-led development. Under this neoliberal idea, citizens become entrepreneurialized and thus they see themselves as self-reliant and do not require state assistance. Ladies and gentlemen, the overall objective of this plan is to stimulate private sector growth at the early stages of businesses, to accelerate job creation and to provide entrepreneurial Ghanaian youth with a critical alternative to salaried employment. In turn, social behavior is transformed to align with this new economic system. Kai the structural adjustment programs we do in the 1980s. And the privatization way ensue where they lay child government workers, where a lot of them move into the informal sector. So, to go back, the function of the state is to facilitate the empowerment of entrepreneurs. Thus, under this logic, the state is not looked at to answer the needs of the society, for instance, in terms of health, education, and security. Instead, it is the individual's duty as a good citizen to strive to improve their economic status. As I talk, self-employment in the informal sector, they often mean low wages. For instance, in 2006, quote, 46% of food crop farmers and 17% of informal economy workers earned below the national daily minimum wage. Ironically, Public sector workers, about 8%, also earn below the national minimum wage, and 10% of private formal workers also earning below the national minimum wage. Also, the average working hours for the Ghanaian informal sector be 12 hours, which be 50% more than the standard 8-hour working day. Workers in the informal sector are regularly denied non-wage benefits such as sick leave, maternity leave, and paid holidays, which are important aspects of quality working conditions. One study found out that 78% of informal workers did not get paid holidays, 76% no sick leave, and 87% no maternity benefits. One of the characteristics for the informal sector be the large number of children who be economically active, which at times is conflated with child work, which has traditionally been a form of socialization into adulthood. The minimum age for employment in Ghana be 15 years, but children where they be 13 years go fit do some light work. 
But I think we say child labor can be detrimental to the health and safety of children and can also hinder their ability to get an education. To be sure, many informal workers are forced to work in difficult environments. For instance, often street vendors are harassed by city authorities. Yes, my Antonia Mawquins, Obimu Apata, Obinumusu Niapata. Okay, the only Apatan, Obaka Cotinafie, the Nobedi, Onusuba Pierquinus. Now I triak all in chain, Awanya, Nanimu Dianica, Aniniba, Codi, Minia Patao, Jum, Abayana, Mia, Maya Baesa, Mrs. Yachia, still, Omohae. They have their good seats, they are forced to pay fines or face prison time. At times, even the women hawkers would trade sexual favors with law enforcers to have their seized goods returned. Indeed, the gender dimensions of informal work bears heavy on women, as they are usually faced with threats of sexual violence and harassment. Another particular class of workers, domestic workers, are especially vulnerable since their work happens within the confines of private homes. It was a day he came to the house in the afternoon. I was done cleaning. He just came and stood behind me and started playing with my brother. I said, I don't like what you are doing. Then I don't know where from this woman. She just entered the house. When she saw us, she said, hey, you are sleeping with my husband. I said everything. I begged her. I said everything. She sacked me from the house. And because there was no contract, I have to live like that without taking my salary for that month. And that house, I eat only in the evenings. I eat only in the evenings. But I have to starve myself. The small I'll get, I send it to my children. Incidents of sexual assault and harassment are not uncommon. Domestic workers are also likely to lose their jobs when they suffer from prolonged illness or they become pregnant in the case of women. They are also exempt from provisions in the labor law that covers rest periods, which includes 8-hour working day, 30 minutes break between continuous work, 12 hours of rest daily, and 48 consecutive hours in every 7 days. When it comes to pay, a survey of domestic workers revealed that only 35.5% of participants said they were paid solely in cash, 25.8% said they were paid only in kind, and 37.4% said they were paid both in cash and kind. So my fellow Ghanaians, as we celebrate the May Day, the day of worker struggles, we should not lose sight of the fight ahead in the face of this neoliberal onslaught. There's a lot of work to be done to win Ghanaian workers dignified and just working conditions. Charlie, the struggle is not over. Aluta continua. Music by Ayande.